Small Business Supply Co. is the hub for small business owners to connect and support one another while also being a one-stop shop for their small business supplies. They love the phrase community over competition, just like we do on the podcast, so they wanted to create a space to reflect that. Aside from their supportive small business community, they also have matching poly mailers, thank you cards, washi tape, stickers, envelopes, custom business cards, and more. Their designs are unique to them, and everything is created with an eco-friendly mindset. Yay! They also have a QR code in each package that will pull up their recycling page, giving you instructions on how to properly dispose of each item you receive. Each item was created with a small business owner in mind, meaning they sell in low, affordable quantities to maximize your profit margins. We all know the struggle of carrying armfuls of packages into the post office, but that is no more. They also sell giant tote bags perfect for carrying your packages in, which means less trips to the car for you. Are you intrigued yet? Head over to their Instagram and TikTok at Small Business Supply Co. Smelled Small Business S-P-L-Y Co. to shop all of their amazing products and follow their journey. Their business is truly a small business owner's dream. Hey guys, I'm Katie. And I'm Alexis, and this is the Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. Hello, Katie. I forgot that we had to record yes. <laughs> the intro, so I fed my dog and I started eating chi- my chicken salad. Yes, I so. was like, Katie's like, okay, well, I have to go blah, 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 and I was like, well, we have to record the intro. Um, but we just recorded for almost an hour with yeah, probably girl. my favorite influencer of life, Claire McLaughlin. She is- She was an angel. Literally. I think that this, I mean, I haven't edited it, obviously, because we're- obviously we're recording the audio right now um but no i can definitely tell that this will be my favorite episode and that is a really great feeling um so claire is a tiktoker a designer you'll hear her whole she's a lot of things um artist but she um talked about all kinds of things ranging from like starting on tiktok growing on tiktok to dealing with hate to um kind of the sharing your life on the internet and like what's what that's like mm-hmm. so there was a ton of really good content and like we said we talked for a really really long time um honestly so, I wanted to keep talking but I was like this episode cannot be longer than an hour so yeah. but yeah. um maybe we'll have Alexis, to have her back on Ooh. <laughs> Alexis and I don't really have all that much to share with you um about our own lives we need to yeah. do like a, we need to do a catch up soon but um, oh okay if you guys have any requests for our holiday episode please dm us because we need ideas we're gonna do a solo or not solo but just the two of us so yeah last year we talked about like traditions and stuff but we kind of want to mix it up um Mm -hmm. maybe we'll maybe we'll do a question box and get you guys to share your traditions did we do that last year we might have i think we did i don't really know but we'll figure it out um my dog is like super interested in my chicken salad like really enthralled in the chicken salad i'm very interested in the food that i'm about to make when we stop no like i'm really interested in in my chicken salad as well and (laughs) on that note i think we should just go ahead and get into the episode because there is nothing that we can tell you that's more interesting than what you're about to hear so agreed we love you guys and we hope that you enjoy this episode and we will talk to you in about four seconds when you hear us talking to you again let's do it hi claire thank you so much for coming on and being a guest today Hi, Katie. Hi, Alexis. Thank you so much for having me. My first podcast. I'm very excited. I'm, oh my God. I'm very surprised this is your first podcast. I really am. Yes. Oh my God. I'm, really? Yes. I, yes. 
I feel like there's so many podcasts now that like everybody has been on just so many podcasts. Like I don't, I just feel like everybody's been on all kinds of podcasts, but yes, but I also don't like, I have been invited on podcasts. This is the only one that I've said yes to, I guess, Um, because I listened to an episode and really liked it. Oh, oh my God. Okay. I have to share. I have to share. I already said this to Claire earlier before we started recording, but I feel like I'm like meeting Martha Stewart. Like this is. (laughs) like a really big day for me. Honestly, I've been following Stop. you. I told Katie, I've been following you. I think since you have like 5,000 followers on TikTok. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That is so, crazy. Yeah. So like, this okay. is a huge day for me, honestly. It, it's really no big deal. <laughs> I'm just like her idols. <laughs> I am truly. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah. Okay. Sorry, so anybody. <laughs> I love that. Oh my God. Um, but anybody that doesn't know who you are, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and explain kind of your story? Definitely. So hello listeners. Um, I am Claire McLaughlin and I am a TikToker. I'm a content creator. I'm an Instagrammer. I'm an artist. I'm an interior designer. I'm a graphic designer. The list really goes on and on. And I'm mm-hmm. still trying to figure out like how to phrase what I do. It's the kind of thing where like, I'm really proud of what I do, but it's a lot of different things. It's a lot You're of like, different hats. So I'm like, yeah. Right, yeah, trying to figure it out as I go, basically. Yeah. If someone means- asks you on the street what you do, what do you say? I like, I don't even know. Well, I also lie because I, <laughs> I actually always lie because people like what I do is like, I'm an influencer, but yeah. I hate the word influencer. And I Me think too. there's yeah. so many negative connotations with it. There are. So like when I first got into it and I was like calling myself the accidental influencer, I was so 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 excited but then I realized like I would tell someone oh I'm an influencer and it just got the worst reactions out of people that you could ever imagine and so now I try to keep it a secret unless like I actually know the person like Mm -hmm. I do not want to talk about it so I just say I'm a designer but then they'll like Mm -hmm. be like well what do you design and I'm like well I design you know (laughs) yeah one thing a month in reality I'm more of a content creator they're like what's a content creator I'm like an influencer Yeah, it always, it always makes it there anyway. Yeah, I, that's how I, Alexis and I both have like businesses yeah. slash we're podcasters slash we, it's like every hour yeah. I have like a different job. Plus I have a real job, real yeah. job. And oh we're both gosh. in full-time it's grad just, school. So yeah, we just, oh yeah, we God, both. You guys are badass. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Lord knows what we are anyway. Um, yeah. But yes. Okay. So in the sense of the, the whole accidental influencer situation kind of explain that whole story from, you know, starting with nothing to kind of like getting where you are. And I, I know it kind of went fast for you. So just kind of yeah. explain the story of how that all happened. Definitely. So yeah, it has only been like eight, eight months since I've like become an influencer. So That's um, crazy. I know it is crazy. So in April of last year, so I, so like to frame it out for everyone, I was, um, I went to Parsons School of Design and I went back there to get my degree in interior design. So I got my master's degree, which I was super proud of, super excited about. But then when I graduated, I couldn't get a job because of COVID. So like no design firms were hiring. And so I essentially was like, I'm just going to do what I want to do and just see how it works out. So I became an artist and well, I always was an artist. I don't think you like become an artist, but <laughs> right. I decided that I was going to start painting for a living. So I started like mm-hmm. selling commission paintings um, and I was like really you know, barely making it work. And looking back, it was probably what should have been a really stressful time. But for me, it was like the best time of my life. And I was having so much fun. And I was just like waking up every morning, so excited to be alive and like doing Mm -hmm. what I loved. Um, So looking back at it, yeah, like I I should have been like way more stressed about money or like my future, but I wasn't, which is kind of weird, but that's how I am. So I, um, anyways, I kind of had like a really small Instagram following. 
of like a thousand people. And I had like maybe five TikTok followers and I would just post videos of myself painting. And mm-hmm. I like, I think I was saying to this to you guys before we started, but I like, I don't know why I thought that I could just like paint something and add no text to the video, add no hook to the video. And like, people would just be in love Enthralled. with the video. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I guess it's a good thing that I'm like proud of my work, but at the same time, like, I don't know what I was thinking, yeah. but yeah. So those videos, you know, they didn't really do good. And like that, it was definitely a learning lesson to any artists that are listening to this. Like your work, I'm sure is beautiful, but there has to be something else there for right. people to be hooked right. onto Like marketing almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like there has to be something that's going to like make the person want to watch unless it is like the most amazing piece ever. That's really going to like knock yeah, like out groundbreaking usually, situation. Yeah, yeah. Groundbreaking. Yeah. But my stuff was more like, you know, a pet portrait, a house portrait. And it was cute, but like, come on. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, it's no Van Gogh. So anyways, I was kind of just po- posting videos of myself painting and it wasn't really getting anywhere. Um, so yeah, you always need to have some kind of a hook and I definitely didn't have one. And then one day I, it was like a Sunday, I remember, and it was in April and I cleaned my entire apartment out and I was so proud of like how clean it looked. And like, I feel like human beings, we naturally just want to share things that we're excited yeah. about. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to make a TikTok. So I did a TikTok, and then I was like, I am creative and I am artsy. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to make like a little, like uh, voiceover with this, like just for mm-hmm. fun, like a little movie. And I just had fun with it. And I think I wrote, I talked about like my decor style and I put mm-hmm. it up and then like, I put my phone down and we had dinner and then I picked my phone up and I was like, Oh my God, like what is happening? I was, it was like, I can't describe like that first feeling of just getting bombarded with just likes and follows. And like, it was just yep. crazy. And then I like, didn't sleep that whole night. So I was getting so much like good feedback and it's really mm-hmm. intoxicating when you have something that goes viral. Um, and so I was like up all night, like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, this is crazy. Like why? And I was so confused because I was like, it's just my apartment. Like, it's just clean. I just like that it was clean, but everyone's <laughs> freaking out about my like decorations and stuff, which I just didn't ever really think twice about because I just yeah. live in this apartment and I love it and whatever. Um, so then, yeah, it just started going crazy. And then people started commenting, oh, it looks like you live inside of a Nancy Myers movie. And that's my favorite type of movie. So then I decided mm-hmm. I was going to start making some videos like little parody videos inspired by that kind of inspired by Nancy Myers and kind of act like this little sarcastic character that was living inside of a Nancy Myers movie. And I started doing it and then I could not stop. And I was like, I can't even describe like how much fun I was having that those two weeks, like I was just in my apartment all day and I just ran with it. And I think I like, I don't know why I ran with it so hard because in my head, I wasn't like, I want to be an influencer in my head. I wasn't like, Oh, I want to do this to promote my art. I was just like, this is so fun. And I, I just want to do this. this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't even know, have a point. Like, yeah, there was no reason that I was really doing it except for that. I was having such a blast and like, just, I was laughing and I was just having fun. And, and Brian, my fiance was getting involved, helping me film things. And I didn't even know why I was doing it, but I was doing it. And then like with the Nancy Myers videos, they really blew up. And then people had questions about my decor. And then I said, okay, I got to answer these questions. So I started answering mm-hmm. questions about my bed mm-hmm. frame. And then how do you make your bed? Oh, I'll tell them. And then I would like start making videos of that. And then I just started making videos about everything that people had questions about. And then like, that's why I said I was an accidental influencer because I genuinely didn't do it to become an influencer. Right. You I didn't did like, to, like try to make yeah, this happen. It just yeah, kind of did. Exactly. Right. And like, I think there's a lot of like, I feel like right now, especially on TikTok, there's a, there's a big like group of people that are like micro influencer influencers. And a mm-hmm. lot of people that are really, really trying to be influencers. And I think it's great. I think like influencing is the new thing. Like it's the new culture. Mm-hmm. It's it's like the new way our 
even our whole economic system is like going to become yeah. dependent on it. Exactly. So I think yeah. it's great. However, I think a lot of people that are trying to be influencers are doing what they think they're supposed to do to be an influencer. Mm-hmm. They and think like they're that, following like yeah. a, a script, but it's not like yeah, you have exactly. to be yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't do, you can't do it how people used to do it. Like five years ago, like people co- totally could like have a great sense of style, have a great sense of interior design and kind of do what other people did and, and make it. But now it's like, people are so we're everyone's so bored. Everyone is so ADD. Yes. I mean, I literally have diagnosed, so I could say that, but yeah. everyone's attention span is shot. So no one wants to see the same thing. People always want to see something new. Totally. Exciting. So I just feel like I look at all these micro influencers and they're doing the same thing. And they're literally little like versions of each other. And I'm like, I want to be like, girls, what are you doing? Like, right. Do something that's actually you. Like that can't be, that can't be you. Yeah. It has to be something that you're like literally so interested in that you would do it all day or you yeah. have to yeah. be so passionate. Yeah. Like, otherwise we talk about work. that so much. Yeah, we talk we about talk, like yeah. finding something that, yeah, that's mm-hmm. sustainable for yourself that you can continue doing it and you're not going to totally. get like burnt out or like frustrated with it. Um, yeah, totally. But so in, as you say, you call yourself the accidental um, influencer. What do you think like rising to TikTok fame, like so quickly, do you think that what are the pros and cons with that kind of yeah. um, rise? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot, like, obviously I don't want to overshadow the pros with the cons because I feel like I'm trying to get out of that, that mindset because it's been a, it's been a really exciting journey, but it's been a really weird one for me. Um, right. Because like, I'm, I'm naturally very introverted. Like I'm an introverted extrovert. So I love talking to you guys right now. Like I'm like, I'll go, but then after I'll probably have to like sit down for half an hour in silence. (laughs) So like, I'm someone that gets very overwhelmed super easily. And like a lot of people are like this. So for me to all of a sudden have like all of these people's opinions, like in my posts, it's, that was, that was the first thing that got really, really like scary for me was I think I had probably hit like 30 K, which like back, back then I was like, Oh my God, this is crazy. And like 30 K that's a big number. I think any, any number is a big number. If you have, that's like a stadium crazy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So like, even, even if you have like 1200 on TikTok, like that's still 1200 people that literally signed up to be there for you. So I think that's yeah, exactly. So it, cool. it's a big deal to me and it's cool. So anyways, um, but I was, I'm getting married. So I started making like wedding content. Like my friend, Carolyn Crawford, she's on TikTok and I she, yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> she is amazing. Yes. And so she like really specialized in the wedding content. I remember seeing her posts before I ever met her in person. I was like, Oh, like I should talk about weddings too. Cause I'm playing mine. So I'll do that. Right. And I don't know how she got out of that. Like with such grace, like, like all I mean, the content is so amazing. People are exactly. mean. All the opinions are so <laughs> out of control. Yeah. So I posted mm-hmm. like a few videos about my wedding, but then I realized I was getting like severe anxiety about my wedding. And my yeah. mom and dad were on the phone and they were like, Claire, it's because you're literally having every decision go out to the world. And you like want the out- external opinions on like random people in Oklahoma on your bridesmaids dresses. Like, yeah. no, you right. need to stop. Like you need to stop. So then that was the kind of point where I was like, okay, so maybe with this whole social media influencer thing, like there needs to be a line of like what I don't involve. Yeah, exactly. Like what I'm not going to bring onto it and like things that I'm going to choose to keep private. So I was like, okay, what do I want to keep private? Definitely my relationship, my marriage, like that stuff. It's just not, I don't need that to be up, you know, but it's also, and at that point I was really having trouble like niching. I was like, I know that like people seem to like me on here, but I don't know why I'm doing like, I really didn't realize like what I was doing. So I, so then I was like, okay, you need to just, you have time, but like, 
I told myself like, figure it out, like try to figure out what you enjoy posting the most, like what content is resonating the most. So I slowly started doing that and realizing that a lot of it was like, not just interior design, but like me in my house doing things that are like related to design or interiors or entertaining or hosting aesthetic things, but like involve me. So I was like, okay, now I've kind of come up with like a recipe for it, which I think was really good. But by the time that that happened, I was like hitting hundred K and that was when, like, I feel like once you hit hundred K, I don't know what it is, but this is something Carolyn Crawford told me. She was like, every influencer has like, they lose their virginity to the idea of like trolls and just like how horrible people can be. And it's usually like mm. a pretty bad moment and something happens and you're just like, this is actually awful. Um, yeah. and it puts you in a little bit of a downward spiral. So that happened to me when I hit like hundred K and I had dealt with like some mean comments before. And like this, like this one person said, like, um, once a baby do, you look so pregnant and like stuff like that. It's like, yeah, that's horrible. You should not be going and saying that to people. And there's seriously something yeah, so wrong with people, but like that kind of comment, like for me, it hurts, but it's also like, it's, I, I don't know. It's not like this next one that I'm about to tell you what she said. So that to me is like, okay, you know what? I'm, I don't, I'm not insecure about feeling like I look pregnant. You know, yeah, it's probably like, like a 13 year old saying that. Yeah. It's like, just some idiot. Yeah. Exactly. And like, I'm able to do that, deal with that. But then this other person commented on so many of my videos and I all of a sudden got all these notifications, person going through all my videos saying like hateful things. And the one that I read was they commented on a video of me doing an unboxing video for David's bridal. And I was just showing like cute party favors that they sent me for mm-hmm. um, like a bachelorette party. And I was super excited about it. And I was just like, oh, I'm going to share on TikTok. And this is when I like really didn't put that much thought into like what I posted. Like I would post mm-hmm. like in my niche, but then I would post kind of like other stuff too, to make it fun and exciting. And yeah. Um, so I posted that video and she commented and she was like, your content has gone so downhill. I hate coming. I hate watching you now. I used to come to your page for um, a specific you know, thing. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, and she was like, she, she basically said, you just throw things at the wall and hope that they stick. And it really upset me because it was like what I felt insecure about. Yes. I really was yeah. feeling a little bit not on solid ground about like what I was posting. Mm-hmm. So when she said that, it like hit, punched me in the gut. I blocked her. Yeah. Good. I'm bitch. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, girl. Well, now you don't get to come to my page at all. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. But that was, that was a point where I really was like, oh my God, I, that sent me into like a spiral where I really didn't want to post for like a month. Like I just, yeah. I would post, but I, uh, it was like, I don't know. I really went through like a spiral and I, I was like in a situational depression almost where I was really, really down on myself. And mm-hmm. every single comment was like, you know, it was really sticking to me and I, I could not get around it. And then like, yeah. I was posting videos about fashion and just when you post a video about interior design, it doesn't get as much like bad feedback as does one where you, when you post a video of your outfit and I yeah. would post outfit videos and people would rip me apart in the comments, like yeah. for like, no, they'd be like, you don't know how to match colors. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know about colors. Like if anyone does, <laughs> I went to school for design. You went to so school for exactly. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then, I, but I don't know, there are things that you have to do to protect yourself. And I told myself, you know what? No more fit checks on TikTok. I can't do it. I'll do them on Instagram. I was yeah. like, I can't. And like, that's sad. And I don't want it to feel like, oh, the haters are silencing me it's not really that it's also like that's something that I literally am not cut out for and I'm not gonna yeah. put myself through so like right. I'm not gonna do it I know you just have to like take care of your mental people on TikTok yeah. are freaking Horrible. mean I think like the TikTok yeah. comment section in my opinion I don't even think that they're writing it so that the person who made the video sees yeah. they're writing it so that other people think that they're funny 
Exactly. The whole comment section, it's like everybody acts like the person who made the video can't see it. I'm like, no, (laughs) they can. And they get a notification every single time that you comment. Exactly. So stop that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It is is weird. And that's definitely what the difference is between Instagram and TikTok. I would never get a negative comment on Instagram, but on TikTok, it's like, yeah, like you're almost fighting for like, the best comment because then your comment is like uh-huh. at the top. So if it's really and then everybody funny likes and, it and whatever, yeah, and you get that and validation. Like, exactly. Yeah. And like if it's really funny, then like it's probably also pretty mean because like people like <laughs> yeah. mean things. Like not right. I don't like mean things. I like get in comments. I get in like fights with people in comments of other people's videos. If I see someone being a bully, I can't stop myself oh, I and I will fight them. Like I, I commented them. something the other day on somebody's TikTok. I was like, you look so beautiful or whatever. And somebody was like, are you into girls? I was like, oh my- <laughs> no so stupid no God, people on tiktok are like y'all are worse. literally off the, and you know they're all like 12 year olds who like just yeah, like just learned all these like mean yeah. things from like the kids yeah. at school i'm like y'all need to calm down it's, it's too awful. much but to I, know, know. So, brutal. I like how you mentioned that like because i i totally relate and i think katie can relate as well and not that katie and i are like these like crazy you know famous um <laughs> but i think that i think that first experience where like you'll get the mean comments that you're kind of able to just like write them off as a bully mm-hmm. and yeah. you're just like whatever you're a troll like it kind of like rolls off your back it still stings right. a little bit but it it it's easily looked past but yes. then that comment that like goes into like they know what you're working towards they they yeah. they've been watching yeah. you a while you can tell that they've been watching you a while yeah and then they like know exactly what's gonna like be that like twist mm-hmm. of the knife I've had mm-hmm. that and it, it we've definitely gotten one of those sucks. about the podcast before we've yes what? we've had yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we've gotten I'm, I'm not trying to call anybody out but we've gotten something that was essentially along the lines of like y'all are like not dialed in like this isn't accurate and we were like what oh. okay Okay, yeah. that's so ridiculous. That is so mm-hmm. ridiculous. But yeah, it, it, it for anything. it's definitely really hard because the the things that you worry about, then you're like, for me, it's like in my head, I'm like, oh, well, they're right. Now I should just quit. Now I should just never, they were right. And I was, yeah. you know, I, what I was thinking was right. But yeah. then you have to be like, no, that's actually not true. Um, yeah. Anyway. No, yeah. I do. I do the same thing. I do the oh, same thing. It, like, it hurts me like too much. Like, I, I really like. Oh, I know. It's like embarrassing how bad it is. I really need to write it in. It's, it is. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, okay. So as far as your content goes, I guess if people are, if you're listening and you haven't seen Claire's TikToks or Instagrams, you need to go look at them so that you understand what's going on. But True. what is like, you know, when you're filming your life uh, as the lifestyle expert that you are, um, what <laughs> is like, kind of like, how do you plan out when you're going to film things or do you just film things while you're doing them? Like what is a normal day of content creation or week of content creation yeah. look like for you? Yeah. So like, it's really, I should be more organized, but I'm really not. And for me, like, and I'm sure all of you listening are creative people. So you'll get this. If I'm not in the mood to do something, it's not going to work. So I used to like make lists of what TikToks I would make in a day, but then I'd realize like, wait, I really am not in the mood to like clean my kitchen and make a cake or like yeah. make this, you know, special thing for TikTok. So I really had to stop doing that. And now basically what a day looks like for me is I have, so now I have some sponsorship deals Mm-hmm. Um, especially with the holidays. So it's been like really crazy yeah. with fitting in sponsorship deals, but then also like finding time to be creative and make my own TikToks that are just like natural and organic. So I've been, you know, waking up in the morning and then I'll have two sponsor videos to make. So I just mm-hmm. make sure that I get those done. That's like my non-negotiable, but then yeah, whatever I ended up doing that day, I just kind of figure it out on the, on a whim. Like I don't really plan things mm-hmm. out anymore. Um, and it, that, what I like about that is I feel like it does make my content really realistic and like, yeah, 
whenever I do a voiceover, like I talk about the mood that I'm in that day. I like, Mm -hmm. it's just really real. Cause I feel like, and I, I don't know, like I'm sure there are creators. I, I know there are creators that really plan out their content like beautifully and and that's just not how I work. And like, I really wish sometimes that I could, but then again, I mm-hmm. think it does make my content a little bit more like natural and relatable that I kind of just go with the flow and see what happens for the day. And yeah. yeah, I love that. I definitely think sometimes you can tell when people have planned things out, which like, obviously there's nothing wrong with planning things out and like sponsorships, like you have yeah. to plan those out. Oh, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, I don't even know how the whole world of all that works, but like, don't brands need like to approve things and then like, you oh, gotta, yeah. Uh-huh. Or. Yeah. It's, it's not like the most, um, fun process. I will say that it's, um, yeah. Yeah. You'd be surprised by like, well, it really depends. There are some brands that I've worked with like multiple times that are so easy and like so flexible. And like, basically I just send them the content and they'll be like, love it, mm-hmm. post it now. But then other brands, it's like, you know, three to four rounds of edits and, and I am totally used to edits and I totally get why they need to edit but it was something I wasn't prepared for in terms of like time and what I'm charging for mm-hmm. that. Because when you like get an offer from a brand, you'll tell them, you know, I'll do it for a certain amount of money. But then like, I didn't think about what goes into that, like calculating yeah. out the time that really you're taking to like film the content, edit the content. But then it's not just that, then you have four rounds of edits. So then you're actually communicating four hours them, extra like, yeah. communicating with them. So you really, that's another reason that I really just like people really undercharge. I think like I've been seeing some TikToks of what influencers charge and I'm like, I charge way more than that. Like as I should, and as you should, like, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it really kills me when people undercharge because it's, it's such work. And like, you're literally creating something totally unique for the brand. And it's like, right. and a lot of brands really don't value it. And I've had a lot of brands, a lot of brands be like, Oh no, you're way out of budget. And I'm like, okay, well you reached out to me, but also <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, but then a lot of brands are like, totally great. And I'm like, wait, what? Okay. Yeah. What? That's but a really awesome feeling too. It is. Yeah. I yeah. know like every person that's creative knows that feeling. Like even when I was doing art and I would put a price that was way too high and a client would accept it, I'd just be like, oh my God. And I think everyone should just always put their price a little bit higher, even if it's like yeah. $5, like just yeah. do it. Exactly. Yeah. And if, if you have a project that comes up that you're like, I really want to work with this brand, then you can be like, okay, well then I can do it for this price. Like if you absolutely like if your passions really align, I think that's totally. definitely really important, especially definitely. we've talked about this at work too recently. Like you have to charge for the time that you're communicating. Like that is a lot of time and you have I to know. be like checking your email and then responding. And then they're responding like two days later. And then it's like dragging and edits out and yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's, totally. it's, a lot. it's a lot. Yeah. Like I think I spent like probably two hours this morning, just glued to my email, like email yeah. people back and forth, mm-hmm. back yeah. and forth. And all of a sudden I got off. I was like, wait, I haven't done anything creative. It's I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that's totally fine. But it is like, you need to charge for that. You have to bake it into your price. However, that works for yeah. you. Exactly. Definitely. Definitely. So you have a lot of like different kind of niches within your niche. So what is your favorite like type of content to create and like talk about? Yeah. My definite favorite is like Well, I really like doing vlogs, but then I also really like doing just like cook something with me or like Mm -hmm. make a drink with me or something like that. Simple kind of. Yeah. And like lately I've been kind of combining the two so that it's like a mix of um, kind of a vlog, but also like a little bit of a how-to in it. So you feel like you're, I want people to feel like they're watching me live, but also Mm -hmm. I want it to be a little bit They're getting something out of it kind of. Yeah. I want them to get like some kind of lesson out of it. I want there to be a hook. So I realized like a few, I think last month two months ago or no, actually over the summer, I did like a girl's night TikTok, and it got to like millions of views. And I, that was the first time that that had really happened for a video that I wanted it to happen with. Yeah, <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And I was like, whoa. And I was like, yeah, that was a really good TikTok. So then I decided I was going to start focusing on doing that. So I did like a TikTok for my dad's birthday about like how I coordinated his birthday dinner and Mm -hmm. just fun stuff like that, where people can actually take that and do it in their own life and feel like inspired to do it. I want people to feel like, I want people to watch it and be like, oh, I could do that for my fiance. I could do that for my friend. Like, right. um, And yeah, so I've been kind of just doing like this combination thing. And the other thing that I think is a really good tip, and I learned it from this TikToker, her name is Kay Tuck. K-A-Y-T-U-C. Everyone, if you want to be an influencer, content creator, go to her profile because she's so talented at this. She basically does this thing where she like confuses the audience. So she'll do a video of her wrapping a hostess gift, but she's not telling you like tie the ribbon and then cut it. She's telling a story about like her childhood that's like Mm -hmm. vaguely Mm -hmm. related to the TikTok. So like she's not exactly like, I don't know. She's, she's not actually like telling people how to's anymore like that is so boring now you need to kind of confuse the audience and like keep them engaged Mm -hmm. by like yeah confusing them and just making them feel like they have to be on their toes like wait what is going on wait what so exactly yeah and I feel like that's how you get people to watch and listen because like if you want to know how to wrap a present or whatever like then you have to watch but then you're listening for something else that's that's like in the same vein as these kind of annoy me because they're like severely unrelated when people do like the true crime story, like sounds from other people's TikTok and they're like baking cookies and you're like waiting. You're like, is this going to connect? Like, is this ever going to connect? And then you have to watch like eight parts and then finally it never connects. But then you have the whole story that you could have just watched in the original person. Exactly. Those, those are annoying. Those are crazy. TikTok is literally crazy. Like it's a crazy place to be. It's insane. It really is. It's a crazy place to be like addicted to also. Oh my God. All day. And I think like with a lot of people, especially like girls that are around our age, it's like the reason that we like your content and the reason that people like content, like content like yours is it's like, you're going to be doing those things anyway. Your dad has a birthday, you know, your, your boyfriend needs a gift. Like Mm -hmm. it's figuring out like people basically showing you how to do things or like the, um, ideal way to do things like in, you know, whatever your mind is. Cause of course I have influencers that like I'm like, that's what I want my life to be like. That's the whole point, you know? Totally. Yeah, totally. And like, kind of, kind of freaky other, sometimes, but <laughs> you know, it, it is freaky. Well, yeah, yeah. That's the other thing about influencing is I think it's really weird. Like, yeah. I think a lot of it is pretty weird. Like, I want, I would love to look into the psychology behind it because like, I'm addicted to influencers, but like, why? Yeah. Like, why am I? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. No, it's really it's weird. Also, it's also so weird. Like, I think you would definitely understand this because like you said, you didn't like intentionally become like an influencer, but with Katie and I, like, specifically me like I have kind of like not really been posting on my personal Instagram and really just been doing the podcast and Mm -hmm. I had someone like respond to one of my stories and like asked a question about my wedding and I haven't talked about my wedding like at all like I got engaged and I haven't talked about my oh congrats oh thank you (laughs) um I haven't talked about it on my like Instagram like really at all just on the podcast and I was like just I know that people are listening but Mm -hmm. like I don't know that at the same time. Yeah. So then to have someone like that, I don't know, have never talked to and they're like, Oh, this specific detail about your wedding. And I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> that is the that? weirdest. That's I think so, that's like one so of the weird. weirdest parts because like, Shocking. yeah. And like, I used to just, you know, put any, like back when I was just doing my art and stuff, I just put stuff out into the world and no one really cared or like would take note of it. <laughs> but then I realized like people actually really like listen to what I'm saying. And yeah, that's terrifying. It's honestly terrifying. <laughs> it like, is it, terrifying. It's, it's nice, but it's, it is really nice when they're like, oh, how's so and like, what's going on with right. so and so, or what's what's up with this, and like in a nice way and stuff. But then I do have this kind of overwhelming feeling of like, of like a responsibility, I think, for sharing my mm-hmm. life. And 
um, like my engagement photos just came out and I did share them because I love them, but I was so They're nervous so amazing. about that. I Thank love you. them. I really love like them. how they came out, but I was like, I, I wasn't sure if I was going to share them, but people yeah. were mm-hmm. asking for them because I had talked about them ahead right. of them coming out. And then people were like commenting, asking where they were. Like someone emailed me asking me where they were. And I was like, oh my God, this is so weird. Like, <laughs> I think it's people probably want to show their photographer your engagement yeah. photos and be like, this is what I want, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And I think it's like, it's really when you find an influencer that like aligns with the way that you like, it's we use the word aesthetic a lot here, obviously, but like somebody who aligns with your aesthetic and it's, I mean, it's really like, it's way easier to show somebody your engagement photos than to be like, I would like my engagement photos to look like this and like, just describe it. So yeah, like there's a really good, it's, that's a good thing about influencing. Like it is, it does serve, you know, some good purposes. And I hope that like, I do hope, I mean, I've been trying to figure out like, just, I don't know, like the whole purpose of it all. And like, yeah. besides making money, just making sure I feel good about it. And like that I'm right. enjoying it. And it does, it, get, it can been, get slimy. I think if you it can get go really too far. Slimy. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I felt slimy. Let's see. So three weeks, so this, this is when I felt slimy. And I realized that like something had to change. I went to this influencer event and it was like, can I say this? It was at Stony Clover Lane. And it was like a, it was like an American girl doll Stony Clover Lane. Oh Lane my God. Party. A lot of my favorite influencers were there. Yeah. <laughs> a lot like, of them. And they definitely did a great job, you know, like inviting a bunch of people to the event. And like, I love the brand. I love Stony Clover so much. Um, yeah. And I mm-hmm. always have. So I was like, yeah, I'll go. And like, I just didn't know what to expect. And it was my mm-hmm. first like real influencer event. Mm-hmm. And right. I went with my friend Caroline, thank God. Um, because it was like really weird. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. There are a lot of influencers that I met like Anna page and savvy, like that. I followed them on, you know, Instagram and TikTok for a long time. And I really admire them and look up to right. them. They're so nice in person. But then there were a lot of the TikTokers that like weren't super nice in person and like, were kind of just like, Ooh. And I yeah. think it was just a whole like CNBC thing. And, and the brand just want, mm. wants you to film and then put it up. So they want the pictures, they want the content. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, I came all the way down to like, Soho for this. And like, you don't get, I don't get paid. Like, yeah, do I get a bag and a doll? Great. Like, and I don't want to complain about that, but also like my working time is time. And that's another reason that I'm like, I can't get paid with gifts. Like that doesn't work for me. Like, especially if it's an American girl doll, you're like 20 something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, sorry guys. All of the influencers I I follow, like they were like in their vlogs, they were like, I'm donating this just to let everybody know. Like, I'm not just keeping this in my closet. Like I'm donating. It's like, don't worry about it. But that's what I said. But then, then the brand messaged me. They're like, Oh, like, here's a label. You can send it to, um, bye bye baby. I think it was. So I need to do that. But I also was, I kind of want to see if there's somewhere in my neighborhood that I can give it. Yeah. Um, but I bet you there'll be like Christmas, like holiday angel things. Yeah. Yeah. Like as a little gift. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like I want it to be somewhere in my neighborhood, like, and I am trying to figure out too, like, there's all of this kind of kickback on TikTok about like New York city influencers that like aren't involved in their community and are, you know, yeah, I've been seeing that rich white girls and, you know, and all they talk about is, you know, where to go to eat and all that stuff and how it's like pretty offensive and like unattainable. And, and it's tough because it's like, I definitely push like a certain aesthetic and a certain like lifestyle and like the fact that I live in New York probably contributes to my success because people view it as like a dream place to live. Mm-hmm. But in reality, like all I do is like sit in my apartment and I barely leave it. And yeah. I'm not like the typical New Yorker. <laughs> right. And pay all. like extremely I, high rent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I don't want to like capitalize on the fact that I live in New York City and I'm totally a transplant. I don't want to like capitalize on that. And I, mm. I do want to make sure that I can figure out a way to like get more involved in my community and feel a little bit more grounded here and like 
I mean, yeah. I don't know. There's a kind of gross, like capitalizing off of yeah. New York and not really fully doing anything to be involved in your community. So that was a tangent, but yeah, I'm looking into ways to kind of like start volunteering or get involved just because I think influencing is really vacuous and it can feel yeah. like really, right. really yeah. And you want to have sometimes. like a purpose kind of, and like, yeah. I feel like you're the type of person along with Katie and I, that we want like a reason to be doing this yeah. and like somehow that we can be helping people, even if it's like not in like a, you know, not trying to say that I'm like a doctor, but like, you know, making people happy and doing something like for the greater good, I guess. Yeah. Like, I think like when someone comments and they'll be like, you inspire me to like get my life together or you inspire me Mm -hmm. to clean up my house today. or You inspired me to cook a healthy dinner. Like that really, I know it's it's like such a small thing, but that does make me happy because I know about like, yeah. And like, I know, like I follow a lot of like YouTubers that will inspire me to do something for myself. Yeah, right. And I love that. It makes me happy. It like really makes me happy. So I think if I can just focus on being like a positive force in people's lives and really, I try to not focus on anything negative. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like, I feel like it's interesting to hear. Cause I think a lot of times people think and myself included, like that it's all like influencing is all like fun and going to these fun parties and doing all these Ugh. fun things and like doing all this, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. And I think obviously that's like, part of the job is to paint, like you said, like show positive things, like Mm -hmm. not ignore the negative things, but like, you don't want to be on there and be like, hi, I'm having a hideous day. I hope all of you also have a hideous day, Um, (laughs) Exactly, you know, but like, I think um, there's a lot of accountability and like, if you want to do it in a way that is not like we said, slimy, then there's a lot of things to think about that. A lot of people don't think about, which I think is good that you are thinking about them. I wonder how many times I can say think about (laughs) sentence. Don't worry. Love it. Um, okay. So I want to talk about Amazon live. Yeah. So you've done a number of Amazon lives, correct? I have. Yes. How talk to us about that. I'm sure that was crazy. I'm sure that was a crazy moment when Amazon asked you to. It was. Yeah. And like, I will say just so your viewers or listeners know, I think that anyone can get on and do it. Um, really? I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can just start doing it. I didn't know that was a thing, but Amazon. So I had been putting a lot of TikToks up with uh, Amazon products. Mm -hmm. And I knew from my storefront data that I was selling so much of their stuff. Yeah. And like, Mm -hmm. it's honestly how I make probably half my income is through Amazon. Yeah. Which in a way is really terrifying because I don't want to tie myself to (laughs) one thing. Yeah. One thing. But I know that it's helping me. And I know that a lot of the products that I recommend are from small businesses that are just on Amazon. Yeah, Um, exactly. So anyways, yeah, they reached out to me and basically said like, we've noticed you've done great sales for us. So we'd love to consider you for like Amazon live. And basically how they help me with it is they like, they basically compensate me for my time for this kind of trial period where I'm trying out doing the Amazon live, seeing if I like it, seeing how it goes. And, you know, I'm committing to doing a certain amount in a month and then we see how it goes. And so far it's been going really well. It's like my first one, I think I had like 20 people on at one time. And for me, like that's a small number compared to like what I would probably expect to see on like TikTok. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I felt really bad about myself after, but then I was on the phone with one of my best friends who was on it. And she was like, Claire, people don't really go on Amazon live. Like no one's like, it's not like you're on TikTok and you're scrolling and you see a live and you stop. Like Mm -hmm. you have to get people off of your Instagram and get them to another app that they're not used to using for this format. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Right. I think a lot of it too is kind of transferring it's getting people's eyes there. I think they really want influencers to start doing it so that it can become like a new form of social media almost. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Cause if you go through and scroll, it's almost like a YouTube situation and I'm trying mm-hmm. to make my content more like, I want it to feel like, I don't want it to be like, buy this, buy this, buy this. I want it to be more engaging yes. and do like 
entertain with Claire. Here's how I like. Next right. And more of like, like a conversation kind of. Totally. Yeah. And like have them talk to me in the chat and my next mm-hmm. one's going to be like holiday drinks and um, appetizers with Claire, but like using Amazon products. I'm joining. So that it's kind of a mix. <laughs> Please do. I'll okay. be there. I will, in the chat. I, will, I will literally be there. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> my family, I'm finally at the age where like, they're like, okay, can you bring like you know, something to bring something like, can you bring, um, I'm like, yeah. um, no, but maybe <laughs> try to figure it out. I'm not that old yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's shocking. My mom, like I, I just recently moved back to my hometown and my mom was like, okay, so do you want to like cook something for Thanksgiving? I was like, no, no. <laughs> that is a, sh- that like, is a shocking question. <laughs> I was like, don't know. I mean, like I could, but it's going to taste That's like a shit. lot of responsibility. Like, it's literally going to taste like crap, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so, a good, that's actually good content for me though like I'm, I'm sure a lot yeah, of people are kind of doing that or, or like they want to impress or want to please do use that I or, was doing a school project yeah. and we had to do a like fake campaign and that was mine I was like it's it, it was for Pillsbury and I was like they should do like content that's like that's do you not really know how to cook idea. but you have to bring something for Thanksgiving that's here's genius. this easy Pillsbury recipe anyway please use it that's genius. I want you to use it because I want to buy that from you. No, you don't have to, I just want to know. I just want the ideas because I don't have any. <laughs> I need easy recipes, please. Got please. It. I Literally please do it. It's so fun. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like the the fact that you add like your stories and stuff, I feel like that just adds like it's not like going on not I work for I'm a social media manager on the side and I it's like for a cookbook company. And cool. so like their videos like that I make are like I'm not in them. And like, yeah. I'm just showing food and like, yeah. so I think that like adding that personality aspect adds so much. And I love that you don't really plan too much. Cause I yeah. think that's something that I have struggled with is like, I want to be more authentic and relatable, but then mm-hmm. I also just have a lot going on. So like yeah. I, if I'm going to post, I need to plan it. So then yeah. it's like this weird balance of like, I don't want it to seem too like forced, but then also I want to post. And if I don't post, yeah. If I don't plan it, I'm not posting. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's like a weird transition. But so it is for your, I would, you know, your business, you have, you still sell stuff on yeah. your art. Yes. Page. Um, so mm-hmm. what are your goals really with that business? And then also with influence and influencing and stuff, or are you kind of yeah. going with the flow? It's like I had, so I had been going with the flow for the past probably like six months. I just wanted to see where this was taking me and like Mm -hmm. what I was liking, what I was gravitating towards. Because the thing about it is like, it's really opened up a lot of doors for me. And I think it's like opened my eyes to just possibilities that I used to think were impossible. So I've just honestly, like, I don't want to, I've been really trying to like have really, really huge goals and manifestations that mm-hmm. are like overarching and crazy and like out yeah. of this yeah. world and seem so unattainable because I really am such a manifester. And I've realized like, I also like, I didn't say this in the beginning, but when I first had that viral video mm-hmm. a couple weeks before I was in the kitchen with Brian, my fiance. And I said, wait, I was like, I'm going to speak something into existence right now. And he's like, Hey, what is it? And I was like, he's like I'm this again. Have- <laughs> yeah, no, he's like, thinks I'm a witch. But he's seen like what's happened to me. And, and he's right. kind of like, this is weird. But like, so I said, like, I was like, and I was talking about like my painting videos, but I really wanted one to go viral on TikTok so that I could get more painting business. Mm-hmm. So I spoke out loud. I'm like, a video I make is going to go viral on TikTok soon. A video, and I said it like five times. And he's like, hey, shut up. Like, you're so weird. <laughs> and then it happened like a month later. And yeah. I yeah. Know, so, so I, he I, sees I, it. I he's like, yeah. He's like, come on. <laughs> Claire, would you mind he's saying like, no, I'm going to be a millionaire? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh so I don't know. I, I have like really been, I've just had crazy things like that I've manifested come true. And yeah. mm. I really think that like the universe does have your back. And I think mm-hmm. that like anything is possible if you, yep. you know, you know, work for it, but also, you know, like, like believe that you can do it. So mm-hmm. I basically like my goals for the future are honestly, like I want to have a little empire. Like I want it to be like Claire at the head of it. And I want to have you know, I want to have a lifestyle brand. I want to have home decor products and kitchenware and I want to have fashion and I want to have, like, I just want it to like go and go and go. And I want to have books and I want to have, I want to be on TV. Like I will say that because I'm speaking into existence. We'll see what happens. I've had two calls with casting agents. I never thought a casting person would ever call me. Like, why would I ever think that? And two people have called me to do castings and like, I can't talk about who they're for because they're still going on, but it was just like a weird moment for me being like, oh my God. And like this like, is possible. It's possible. And also like, why would I, av- I never wanted to be famous. I never like wanted to be on TV. I never wanted any of this. And like, I'm not saying I will be on TV. We don't know yet, but I really hope I do one day because <laughs> mm-hmm. now I'm like, you know what? That would be sick. Like it'd be a great way yeah. for like me to get out to the world and just keep doing this. And so, That's yeah, right. I, I have kind of like a vague goal at the end and I don't, I, I, you know, I think when it comes to manifesting, I think people are, I'm like not an expert on this. I just do it in my own weird way, but we had a I manifestation read, yeah, business want, coach yeah. on last week. You need Literally to listen. Last week. Yeah. Last so to listen. Yeah, the one that the episode, episode that's coming out before yours is a manifestation business coach. And she talked about a lot of stuff, but yeah, she, oh it's, it's a real thing. It's legit. She was Wait, awesome. I should connect with her. That's so cool. You should. Yes. I can give yes. you her username once we get off because I yeah. literally almost hire her. I was like, I'll listen. Hmm. I'll listen to the thing too. That's yeah, so she's cool. awesome. She's awesome. Yeah, but like I read this thing and it was like you're either a, a gen- general manifester or like a specific manifester. Mm-hmm. If you're a specific manifester, you write down that you want a Range Rover and you'll get a Range Rover in the next year. Yeah. If you're a general, you put like I want a car, like or I want a new car to somehow happen or something like that. And I figured out that right. I'm definitely a general influencer where like yeah, even if I do goals, put something specific. Kind of. Yeah, like something else might come my way in a really strange yeah. way. It's still kind of that, but it's in a totally way that I could never imagine it happening. So yeah, oof, yeah, it's. Crazy. I feel like that way you can manifest like more things, whereas you're not like yeah. if you're like I'm gonna get a Range Rover and I'm gonna get a new house and I'm gonna get like a new yeah. phone. Like uh, not all that's gonna happen. Not <laughs> yeah. Phone. I yeah. don't know about all that, yeah, but at least not all in one year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, yeah. so to close off the real questions, then we'll do random questions. Um, oh, what? If you could only give one piece of advice to somebody, what piece of advice would you give to somebody who's wanting to get into lifestyle content creation like you do currently? Yeah, it's, I feel like we've kind of gone over some of it, but it's definitely like, do what you want to do. Like, don't do what you think you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Don't go to other influencers pages and say, oh, wow, I really like what this person is doing. Mm -hmm. Um, An example of this is someone on TikTok, I started noticing this girl's videos popping up on my for you page and they look just like my videos. They were the same. She took the same music as mine and the same fonts as mine. And, yeah. and it was different. Like it definitely was different, but I'm not it saying was obvious, she was totally copying me, but it was pretty right. obvious. And right. like, and I had, then I had friends sending me the stuff and then I had followers exactly. sending me the stuff. Exactly. And I was like, okay, yeah. so you know what? This is like a little bit frustrating. And yeah. Yeah. I just posted on my Instagram story and I was like, listen, I, if you're going to, you can do that, but like, it's not going to work for you. Like you can, you can, you can go and do what other influencers are doing, but like they're already doing it and they're already a step ahead of you. So like, you're always going to be a step ahead of you. Yeah. Like, like, why are you going to try to be one step behind someone at all times? The moment that people start noticing is when like you're, you're done. Like if, 
people are noticing on their for you page (laughs) then they're like you're done like if your friends are noticing and your followers are noticing then all that the people are watching that video for is to be like "Ooh, that looks a lot like yeah you know yeah it's not great it's not great It's not great. And so, yeah, I would say definitely just, just do you like, do not try to copy anyone else. You can get ideas from other people. Like, of course I've gotten like influenced ideas by other people. That's art. That's everything. Exactly. But you have to make sure you're not copying someone. And it drives me crazy, but so yeah, so do that. But then also you guys said sustainability, you have to be, it has to be something that you have loved for a long time. Mm -hmm. You know, you're really passionate about. Yeah. And like, I have a friend that I think she should be an influencer. She's a teacher right now, but I'm like, you need to be an influencer. She would be so good at it because she has Mm -hmm. this like kind of interesting life where she's a teacher and her fiance is a baseball player and she's about to get married and she has all this stuff going on. And I'm kind of like, I just tell her, I'm like, you would be such a good influencer. She's beautiful. Like, and I'm like, you just need to be yourself. And so I'm just waiting for the moment she starts doing it. And I know she's going to blow up because I just have a feeling. I think like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I really think if you are posting what you're interested in and it could be the weirdest thing in the world, like it it just has to be something that you're truly, truly interested in and your, your interest in it isn't going to like die away or die out. I agree. Right. Love it. Okay. Random questions. I love, these are good ones. These are really good ones. Okay. So the first one is, oh, I lost them. Just kidding. Here they are. Um, what is your favorite local holiday activity? So we definitely did choose this because Claire this is a New York. selfish question. Um, and <laughs> yes. Alexis needs advice, but I know that there's like 8,000 bajillion options, Claire, but if you like could only do one thing the whole holiday season in New York, what would you do? Okay. I would, I feel like, oh, let me think for one second because I just like, I hate New York <laughs> at Christmas time. I hate it. I'm sure it's um, just chaos. It's just yeah, it's, it's so yeah. Yeah. so chaotic. Yeah. Um and it's like capitalism.com, so like, literally. Ca- like, yeah, exactly. And like, yeah, it's when all the tourists come, so you have to kind of like yeah. be wary. Prepared, but I would say, yeah. but I think there's one, and I wouldn't say it's really touristy, but eh, maybe it's a little touristy, but like definitely locals do it too. And I love doing it. Going to Rolf's, it's the German restaurant and it mm-hmm. has this beautiful ceiling. And it's like the mm. most decked out for Christmas restaurant you've ever seen. You have to make a reservation, like make it soon. Um, okay. But it is like the most beautiful thing. The ceilings are just decked out. It's a German restaurant. Mm-hmm. Food is really good. And when you look in the window, it just looks like you're looking into the North Pole. It's like magical. Aww. Oh my God. <sighs> I love yeah. that. Ugh, love I've that. never been to New York during Christmas. And like, I want to go so bad. But like, then again, also, I love going to New York and like, the times when not, there's less tourists there People. because it's yeah. less, yeah. it gets a little overwhelming there. Um, I feel like the best time to go is like spring and fall. Cause yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, summer don't do it. It's too hot. It's Spring's so hot in the summer. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Love Definitely. it. Um, okay. Alexis, do you want to share? Your yeah. Um, so I'm from Vermont, so it's very snowy. Um, I would say, honestly, <clears throat> I think that, I don't really do this a lot, but I think it's cute. <laughs> I don't do it because I'm just <laughs> uncoordinated. But there's this um resort, this like ski resort called Oh, oh yeah. <clears throat> called um it's in Stowe, which is like Ooh. the most like yeah, it's the most like touristy place. Um, but they have this like open um ice skating rink that is like in their ski resort and it's just like so pretty and they have like hot chocolate and stuff and I would go there I honestly I would struggle and like just you know tough it out I guess for the vibes (laughs) you're so brave I'm so so cute I love that yeah wait Um, so you're from Vermont I'm from Maine yeah, I know. Yeah. Love me. Wait, what's my <laughs> no, I know, I know everything about you. <laughs> I know everything about you. 
<laughs> oh um, I'm from Essex Junction, which is okay. like 15 minutes from or 10 minutes from Burlington, which is like oh, our nice. only oh city. God. So my brother went to really my brother went to Middlebury, so we spent a lot of time like. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. My fiance went to Castleton, which is like not very yeah. far from Middlebury. Yep, got it. Oh, cool. Well, okay, so fun. I am from Louisiana. Um, <laughs> <laughs> literally, could not be further from you guys, and also could not be well. It could be further, but it could not be less uh, wintry than yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, I was actually talking to a guy about the weather here. And he was like, you literally have to call upon the snow miser if you would like to have any cold <laughs> snow. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Um, it was like 80 degrees a couple Christmases ago. But my favorite holiday activity is in New Orleans. There's this like, like Audubon Park and they do like tr- all these like lights in like the park mm. in the trees because there's really, really pretty trees down south. Like we have really 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 pretty huge old and like old old, trees. old old trees yes yeah. they're very old um and even just like like my dad has like a really really old tree in his yard my grandmother mm-hmm. had like a hundreds of years old live oak in her yard yeah. um but yeah so the whole park has like all kinds of lights and then they have this really weird section of like carnival rides i skipped that part um <laughs> it's like super weird stay away from the carnies <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like no no it's like literally kids throwing up everywhere um but <laughs> there's like drinks and like um little food stands and stuff so it's it's very cute and fun it's a fun little thing or going to see the nutcracker um yes ballet. So cute. Mm-hmm. i just love that and it's so sweet um so sweet okay Last question, random question. What is your okay. go-to thing to bring to or make for a party? Claire, you start. All right, let me think. I don't know why. This is like the one question I should know. Well, I've done <laughs> well, I've done it twice now in the past couple of weeks. So I would say I definitely like if I'm bring I usually bring wine, like just mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. even if they even if even if someone says, here's the thing when it comes to a party, if someone is telling you not to bring anything still still do it. something yeah. yes. I don't care and also like this is just a rule of thumb for me even if it's like you are 21 and you're going to your friends not if you're in college if you're in college I'm not talking about that I'm talking about after college yeah um yeah. because you know no rules in college whatever do what you want um <laughs> you no, money. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. no money <laughs> no money no rules yeah whatever yeah. I get it but like you know say you want to start you know practicing having manners or whatever just like mm. being an adult I always bring even if it's a party where they're saying we have all everything covered, bring a bottle of wine, just yes. bring a bottle mm-hmm. of wine. Cause one, mm-hmm. you just don't know what could happen. A million p- people could come more people could come than they think. And then right. they don't have enough or like, or just it breaks you know, then they can or something. Keep it. Yeah. Like, and then they yeah. can keep the bottle and they can have it the next night, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I always bring wine no matter what, if they specifically ask me to bring like liquor, Something I, will bring, mm-hmm. I will bring wine. So I'll bring wine. But if they're specifically asking, I'll bring two bottles because I know that I'll be drinking the wine. Usually sometimes people will be like, Oh, bring whatever you want to drink, then bring extra. So just like make sure yeah. you're bringing what you're going to drink plus extra. Um, and then I don't know. So when I, and then I do like a hostess gift always, well, it depends on the vibe too. Like if I'm going to my best friend's house or like a close friend's house, exactly. you know, I'm not gonna right. yeah, you're not gonna, them. Yeah. but if right. it's like a dinner party vibe, or if it's like more of a party vibe someone's birthday obviously you want to bring a birthday gift um but I've just bring I bring something that feels um like true to the occasion I don't know why this feels Mm -hmm. really like nice to me so like last dinner party I went to I brought coasters 
because there's something you can use at a dinner party. If this person is throwing a party like this, it means they like doing that. And yeah. then, mm-hmm. you know, here's your little kind of contribution to the next one. I feel like. Yeah. I love um, That's really cute. Yeah. So I feel like that's a cute idea. And then the other thing I thought of and people were like, Oh, that's genius. And I was like, Oh, am I a genius for this? <laughs> um, was I don't like fully wrapping hostess gifts because it's awkward. Like yeah, I think somebody's like gifts is awkward. Yeah. Yeah. I it don't like very unwrap- awkward. it's awkward. Like, cause then everyone's standing around and like, I've just come to this realization that like gifts don't have to be fully wrapped all the time. If it's no. Christmas morning or a birthday, yeah. wrap the gift. But like, I feel like if it's just kind of an impassing gift or something like that, there's gonna be other people around, like, just don't make it awkward. Just like, and then they get to just like, look, and I basically wrapped up these, um, coasters and I just put a ribbon around them and you can see what it is. You can see the design and everything. And it's really nice and well presented, but they don't have to like right. rip it apart in front of everyone. So yeah, I it's agree. Really awkward Especially if it's yeah. something where like, there's no like sit down thing for people to open gifts. They're going to be yeah. like, oh, okay. You're like walking in the door and they're like <laughs> opening the whole thing. You're like, where do you put the tissue paper? Yeah. I yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm literally yeah. learning. Cause I am. So I just graduated college oh. in May. Um, nice. so now I'm in as we discussed, I'm apparently in the phase where I have to bring things to things. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, yes, you are. <laughs> usually I'll bring like some sort of alcohol. Um, it, I, wine is an easy go-to, but in Louisiana, people get a little crazy. So sometimes it's like liquor, beer. Yeah. Um, and then if somebody is telling me to cook, like if I'm responsible for cooking, my go-to is baked brie because it's extremely easy oh my to God, so bring and like cook there but like you don't have to like so be high maintenance you just say just like put this in there you know and then it's done um, yeah or any sort of like charcuterie situation I love yeah. you literally love- just took my two things because I was gonna say okay. yeah well <laughs> we're just two sorry queen <laughs> um no the baked brie I feel like is like much more of an easy thing but you can add like presentation to it yes. and like make it look like totally. more than it really is but yeah, yeah if I have like more time or if I like frankly care more I'll like I like a charcuterie board yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely. Well, that was such a fun episode. Claire, do you want to go ahead and plug yourself, tell everybody where they can find you, where they can get all of your amazing lifestyle content and learn what to bring to parties and all that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So go follow me on TikTok. That's my number one thing. It's Claire, C-L-A-R-E underscore McLaughlin, M-C-L-A-U-G-H-L-I-N. My name is changing soon to Sullivan, which would be a lot easier. Um, <laughs> so that's my TikTok, Claire underscore McLaughlin underscore. And then my Instagram is the same. And then yep. you can go on my website from my TikTok. You'll be able to see the link in bio. My website has like all of my art that you can shop. And um, I do like little blog posts and it's just, you know, a little lifestyle center. Love that. Amazing. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes. And then follow us on TikTok at Check Your Aesthetic and over on Instagram at Check Your Aesthetic Podcast and our personal accounts, Katie Creative Co. and AlexisAdams.co and Claire underscore McLaughlin underscore. Yes. And we will talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.